This week, the Vikings were vanquished. We tackle a titan of a trip south. And it's origin season. This is On The Ranch. Yes, welcome back to On The Ranch. It's now episode 12, NRL round 12. I'm Rob. You can find me on Twitter at XRBob. You can find uh, my counterparts here, Pistol, at On The Spot on Facebook, and Mick at Barking Frog MC on just about every social you can think of. Gentlemen, welcome. He's a bit of a, bit of a social uh, media whore, isn't he? Oh, wow. <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Hi. In a good way. Hi. How, hi. How are you? Yeah. Great. Thanks for the ad. <laughs> very no, good. Very good. To, good, to, good. Good to be back, guys. Uh, 12 episodes. Who would have thought when uh, this was starting up that we'd hit the magical 12 mark? But uh, here we are. Magical 12. A third of the way through the season, some might say. No, not even that. Almost halfway. Almost half, yeah. Almost, yeah. Jesus. Start of the origin Jesus. season. It's going well. We do sound a bit uh, bit average this week. It's because uh, we are in three different places on the globe today. I'm in uh, sunny southeast Queensland in beautiful 15, actually it's about 13 degrees down here at the moment, although I am oh, sitting inside with a jumper. Where, where. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the beautiful shores of the Bahamas, sipping on a rum cocktail at about 5.50pm Monday time because we're that far behind Australia. You are full I was, of garbage. I, I was going to say, I, I, call, <laughs> you I call bull. I call bull. <laughs> Would you believe on my couch in Townsville? (laughs) (laughs) That's certainly going to be more accurate. (laughs) And I couldn't be bothered going to Pistol's place. I'm at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Family at GIO Stadium, and here's a bit of room. Early for Oldfield. Down the flank, back inside, and Sam Williams puts it down. Well, into the letters this week, we've uh, we've had plenty of comments and uh, criticisms this week, but probably uh, standout out of all of them, we've had a, one of our fans from south of the border, one Kate Cornish, has done some uh, guest writing for us, Pistol. Great, uh, yeah, great girl, Kate. Um, she's a massive Cowboy supporter and does a good lot of uh, writing for a few other um, outlets and and with the with the Cowboys as well, and so we we're talking during the week, and she's actually sent me through a few ideas, and uh, we'll be using them in the on the spot. So uh, keep coming on through, guys. Oh, wow, on the spots, up on the go. Yeah, we, and everything now. Give it three more weeks. I reckon I'll have my own PA and uh, sipping lattes. I was going to say give you four more weeks, and somebody else will be on the screen for you and everything. Someone else can someone else can run it for me. He's already... sit back and pass the reins. We'll, we'll, already... we'll, we'll hire someone to act as Pistol for on the spot. There you go. It's not oh, going to be Liam Hemsworth yeah. either. Um, yeah, I'm probably more lenient to a Chris Hemsworth on that one. Granville sends it the same way. A long ball and a show of strength, but the finish is not there from Kyle Phelps. Round 11 review and the Raiders travelled, sorry, the Cowboys travelled down to GIO Stadium in beautiful Canberra to take on the Raiders uh, last. Just on that one, just on that one, Rob, as well, GIO Stadium, for those not knowing, that's out in the suburb of Bruce. Yeah, thanks for that, mate. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, last Saturday at 3 p.m., 14,647 in attendance. Nice little crowd out there. Cowboys 22 to 16 points for the Raiders. The Cowboys tries from, of course, Opachik, O'Neill, and Kyle Felt. Conversions uh, two from three by Kahu and three from three penalty oh. goals, which in the end made the difference. Yeah, right. it goes to show how much those two points are. I'm, I'm always a fan of the greedy six when you get down to attacking, but the two points proved to be the, uh, the difference with those three penalty goals. They did. Definitely. It was a good, good game to watch, actually. Though. The boys just they were on a mission once again. I think they, they definitely brought the form uh, from the week before and just kept on going with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, how good was it? How good was the start with reconciliation round and, you know, Hodgson and Morgo exchanging gifts and getting into it and making a stand? And, uh, yeah, I thought it was a good little concept. Can anyone tell me, though, I'm not, and I don't mean to be disrespectful when I ask this, what did Canberra actually give us? What was it? Did they say what it was? Because I missed that part. Uh, we gave, we gave not... them a didgeridoo made by JW Didgeridoos, good bunch of blokes. <laughs> Quick little drop for them there. <laughs> but, um, uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, I know we gave them a didgeridoo, but they gave us something. I don't know. I just wasn't sure what it was. And I just wasn't, cause I, I couldn't hear the call. I was just curious to know whether they said what it was. I'm not a hundred percent sure either. Um, and yeah, I'd, maybe a bull roarer. I, I, I don't know if it was a bull roarer. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Look, our, our listeners are our best researchers, and I know Morgs, uh, Morgan <laughs> Evans is usually on the on the gun with correcting anything that uh, I tend to say anyway. So I'm sure if he's tuning in, hey, Morgs, a little bit of homework for you, mate. Can you find out what that gift uh, Raiders gave us um, at the start of the kickoff? You, he must be pretty busy having to correct you every week, wouldn't he? Uh, no, yeah. it's, it's it's usually usually correcting you with your geographical locations being wrong right, and right. how far things are, and he just okay. actually stands it makes makes a point. Uh-huh. Usually, it's in my corner being correct, but just yeah. to keep the show in good stead. No doubt, no doubt, sure, <laughs> whatever you say. Look, uh, the Raiders managed to score three tries against us as well: Simmonson, Oldfield, and Havili. And two from three conversions from Croker. Uh, I didn't actually get to see a whole lot of this game. I saw bits and pieces here and there, but from what I could see, um, I, did, I didn't think we were too far out of it at any point. I, like I didn't, I thought we had it in the bag pretty much the whole way. The forwards laid a platform that was pretty solid. The, the forwards, the forwards did a bang up job. I mean, it hurt with Thumper going down and not actually coming back for the last sixty minutes. So that was a massive loss, and you know they just rolled up their sleeves. Hess was sitting on the sides injured and Bolton wasn't there. So you had a few war horses that uh, that weren't able to, but the likes of uh, Wright and Molo, geez, he's impressed me all year, Molo. I'd keep him around as long as possible. But now, Raiders got in front for for a brief period. But other than that, yeah, we, we seemed to dictate and hold on. It was it was really good viewing. Yeah, look, they never looked in it. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll go one step further. I'd say Canberra were never really a threat. The boys just seem no. to be just, they just had answers for everything that uh, Canberra threw at them. I mean, look, I'm not going to take anything away from Canberra. They scored a few points and that and got, it was pretty close. But, you know, yeah, I've got, I've got to agree. I didn't really feel rattled by it and I wasn't nervous. You know how, like, in the other past when we've been in the lead, yeah. you're, sort of, yeah. you're nervous, are they hold on, are they going to hold on? Whereas on Saturday, it just looked like they were, it was, they were just, yep, this is what we do for a living. We win all the time, and it was really, really good to watch. And I mean, yeah. four points are still four points are still four points on the um, on the try scoreboard. But one of them from the Raiders came from 
Mosby just completely missing the ball, running over it, a regulation take, and they scored from that. But looking at the replays from the other angle, Mosby grabs that ball. No one's in front of him. He runs the field. Yeah, because he's not slow. I reckon no. he get away. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm with you. I thought, you know, that the foundation that the forwards did put out was just second to none, and, and the outside backs just capitalised on that as well. So... Yeah, a, a full a full rounded credit and the Hawks in green. Any everything was uh, laying on for us. Well, a good start to come out of the game was thirty one out of thirty seven completions, which is basically the highest we've had all season at eighty four percent. So uh, that that certainly contributes to a good That's unbelievable, isn't to it? To help, yeah, yeah, absolutely. On uh, Matt Scott, you mentioned before he was gone after the twentieth minute or thereabouts. I think it was just before that he, he did his shoulder, I believe. Yeah, he yeah, did that, actually. They're saying it was like a burner, but he didn't come back. No, uh, he's, um, so he's confirmed uh, he's got a shoulder injury. He'll be out for about three to six weeks. They haven't said, you know, it was it was to do. I did read somewhere, but I can't remember where I read. It. I'm just having a quick squeeze now to see if I can find it. But it was, I think it was either Rotor Cup or something like that. But uh, yeah, they reckon three to six weeks uh, he'll be out for. Um, and obviously, Scotty Bolton will come into the side into the starting at this stage into the starting lineup to replace him. Well, the other thing with that as well, and I mean, you don't exactly replace a Matt Scott and like said no. Bolton comes in, which is which is another warhorse sort of character. But um, what it can potentially open up is for the debut of the Prince of Tonga, Peter Holler maybe getting a run next week or the week after. Well he's on uh, Peter he's... Peter Holler's on the extended reserves. I don't, want, I don't know if I'm going too far ahead, but basically with the um, the lineup, like Corey Jensen's been brought back into the onto the bench, so which is good to see. Yep, yep. Um, um, Mitch Dunn straight into uh, centre as well in number three. Yeah, so. I, I think he's going to make himself a little bit of a spot in that back as a utility player, back rower, uh, back, back line player, <laughs> yeah. also than a back rower. Um, <laughs> so you've got Francis Mollo on the bench, Kurt Baptiste, and then you've also got Shane Wright. And I tell you, I'm pretty excited to see Shane um, get out there and have a run because he's a, he's a really genuine bloke. He's a really nice young fellow and um, been lucky enough to interview him a few times up in the captain's land. So I'm really happy for him to get a run. Well, as mentioned, Mitch Dunn's coming in and to, in that centre role to replace Justin O'Neill, who um, yeah just uh, woke up the mm. next morning with a ruptured spleen of all things. Yeah, yeah. He's had he's had his successful surgeries, but he's going to be in uh, Canberra Hospital for or down in Canberra for the next week or so. Uh, they obviously. reckon he's pretty much from what I've just read earlier on before we started chatting. Um, he's more than likely going to be out for the season. Understandable. Which is not wow. surprising. Yeah. yeah, which is not surprising. It's a shame, though. That's, it, that's a shame. Some... He was. Yeah. Sorry, Mick, you go. No, no, you're, no you're right. Oh, well, basically, we're all agreeing. It was just. It's a shame to see him. You know, he's been playing such good footy at the. You know, at the moment, and to to cop a, a, an injury like that. You know, for those that don't understand, I guess from a, a spleen injury usually means you've been you've been tackled on the left hand side, just underneath that rib cage. It can be. I mean, it can, obviously they caught it pretty quickly, so he was pretty lucky. But um, I've heard some pretty yucky stories about split spleens and stuff like that. Uh, one of my mates who played gridiron got hit underneath uh, under all, underneath all that padding that they wear, and uh, pretty much he was in hospital for uh, nearly two months. So it can be pretty messy if if you don't get get it right. So I mean, they've obviously jumped straight onto that, and which was really good. Yeah, Unreal. well, watching Unreal, watching that game at home with a with a friend of mine, and just. 
yeah, for majority of the game, Luke was saying, geez, what's wrong with O'Neill? He's breathing out his mouth. So that's just his mouth guard. And sure enough, after the game, you know, everything's all settled down. You played out the full 80 minutes too. So whenever he ruptured yeah. that, it looks like in the first 20, it, tough as nails. And it is a shame like because he was starting to come on of our best and I dare say almost probably origin contention, to be honest. So Yeah, look, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised if he had got a call off. I mean, you know, who do you put in there? But, yeah, I mean, it's... Well, you yeah. probably well, apparently when they... 14 and O'Neill in centres, really, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, yeah, you more than likely you would. But um, apparently, like, I didn't see the interview, but apparently they asked him if he was all right after the game. Because it obviously it was a fairly vis- um, visible hit that they were talking about. They must have seen the sort of that, that particular tackle that probably caused it. And um, they said, oh, how are you feeling? And he said, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. No worries at all. So it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's amazing how something can go pear-shaped very quickly. And it's lucky that he was rumoured with Felty, from what I read in the papers. Felty's gone, mate, you're all right, you're all right. Oh, not really. And next thing you know, I'm in the back of the ambulance getting taken yeah. away. Yeah, it wouldn't scary be fun. Moments, scary not moments. at all. Starting to drop like flies, but uh, we'll come across that in the preview for the next round. How's, right. how's you touched on Dunn making the top 17. How's his form being a a, a rookie season and a you know more of a back rower and he's playing centres? What what's going through your mind if you're a Jarvin Bowen or a or, or someone else that's playing in the Q Cup that's in those positions and you you're getting relegated to a a rookie second rower? At, at, to an extent, you know? Yeah, yeah that's well, a fair call. Probably every, every time Mitch Dunn's in there, though, he is um, proving his worth, so it's not like it's, Absolutely. A, it's not like it's a bad call. It was good to see the Moose back out on the field too, and he had a, had a rip-snorter of a game. Yeah, played that full 60. I reckon he was probably only expecting about 40, but uh, rolled the sleeves up in true North Queensland grit and, and pumped out massive metres as well. Yeah. The kick from White and into the end goal. There was a defender fall over. Charles Nicol Klockstad knocks on in the end goal. We have a decision. And round 12. It is uh, Titans versus the Cowboys at Seabus Super Stadium on the 2nd of June, 4.05pm. This is going to be an interesting game because we are missing uh, Morgan, Moose, O'Neill, uh, probably, uh, as we spoke about, Matt Scott, uh, McDonald's down. Uh, is there anyone else... That I'm missing there that we are going without a makeshift backline with Dunn thrusted into the into the centres and uh, and we don't have Peter Holler in the starting lineup. Or well, we could have by then. Who knows? Someone else. Might we could. He's on, reser- he's on the reserve bench, so you never know what's going to happen there. He may get a run, but uh, look, oh, um, I'm pretty happy with the team that they put out. On, they're going to put out on the park if they run one through to thirteen or one through to I, seventeen, including the bench. I, I mean. You look at the you look at the, the the whole line of yeah the back line's a bit green but is that a bad thing? No, you know I mean like I, I use, think it's bit of, yeah bit of play, might, for, play for your career, play for your season sort of thing. I yeah. mean, well you you think about it. I mean like we discussed earlier on that O'Neill's more than it's said that he's going to be out for the season. So someone's now going to go and put their hand up, going, hey, I, I want to crack at this and I'm going to make mm. it my own. And and, and I've found that in the last couple of weeks a lot of these young fellas are doing that already they're already putting their hand up and saying hey i'm here i'm ready to make a go of it 
Well, have a, have a look at have a look at Manly. You know they've got a uh, in all rights probably a third string lineup and players on bare minimum contracts and they're just killing it because it's like hey I want I want a career out of this and all right I understand Manly might not keep me but someone else might sign me up so yeah yeah exactly. a bit of bit of that bit of that um, eagerness and a bit of that hunger could be yeah quite a good thing and on on that as well Robs you see Morgan Moose um, O'Neill and probably Scott's not missing that's actually not too bad considering I thought that would also be out Cooper Granville McLean and Asiata in the in the two Blues selections as well so yeah. it could have really been depleted whereas yeah we've we've sort of gotten away a bit light um, compared to what could have been in a way and it's, it's lucky we've got a bit of that depth with. Dunn and Wright and Jensen just sort of waiting in the wings anyway, so it's good to have. Yeah, them. exactly. And Clifford, and Clifford, of course. The 17 grand final. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. Um, and the Titans are only missing uh, Joy Arrow, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's a massive loss. That's the equivalent of taking Tao Malalo out of our side, so yeah. that's, that's massive for them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, lucky for them, it's a home game, I guess. But um, probably probably good that we're playing them this week, uh, given their current run of form. I'll actually be at this game. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's one of the first, uh, quite possibly the first game I've seen uh, the Cowboys play away Outside from home. Outside of Cowboys, yeah, yeah. right. And strangely, oh, the uh, sorry, go. Sorry, you're right. You can go. No, I was oh. just going to say that means you, you you'll be running the Instagram page for the day. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to plenty of shots from the game, and uh, <laughs> might even do a live cross at some point. But uh, we'll see how we go. I did the, I've got a face for radio, so I don't think I'll be putting too much of it out on uh, out on. If you if you're you're now an admin with um, on the spot, if I don't see a live <laughs> on the spot video at from, some stage from, during Preston Campbell Stand Stadium, yeah. Yeah, uh, look, you can, for all the listeners out there listening, look, this is how easy it could be for Rob to do an on-the-spot live from Skilled <laughs> Stadium and be like, right, I want you cowboy fanatics, the crowd of the North is in town, it's already half-time, the boys have already got their oranges, they're hungry to go, we're up 14-12, who thinks that we can bring it back out? You've got, uh, not the magician in his foam padded hat, but you've got Clifford the Big Red Dog calling the shots, and come one, come many, playtime's game time. <laughs> Just, just start rolling cliches. It's, it's yeah. easy. Well, that's that's how you so get one, started. So. And, and one of two things will happen: the whole, the whole crowd will go with you, or the whole crowd will go against you. And next thing you know, you're watching it from outside the bar across the road. But well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Or I'm not watching it at all because I got a couple of black eyes. So uh. <laughs> just just on that as well. That it's at um, Seabus Super Stadium. I've got uh, a couple of couple of friends that uh, are doing their own podcast at the moment. I don't know if anyone's tuned in, but it's called. Beers and banter uh, with with uh, Big Red, Matty Burrell, um, Dill and Dilsey and uh, and Timmy behind the scenes there, and they've sort of laid down a challenge. Uh, I listened to their one today when I was walking the dog, and they've given us a bit of a not a spray as such, but a good shout out and saying how we're doing good things. But they're fanatic Titan supporters down there, and uh, I don't know. I think um, there may be a little wager or cart and bet on this one. But uh, Matty, I know you're listening, and uh, may the better team win come Sunday, and uh, no doubt it will not be yours. <laughs> sounds fair. I like it. I'll, uh, we'll, have think, I'll... we'll have to think through, throughout the podcast. We'll have to think of a uh, uh, if if you want to go down that path, pistol. We might have to come up with a uh, 
uh, how are we going to know? Because we can't turn around and do the old, uh, you need to wear the other team's jersey during the yeah, podcast yeah. because it's a podcast and no one's going to know. But maybe uh, we could go some, something that we can sort of show in the podcast if you want to go down that path. That's if you want to go down that path. Could be one of those silly things, Mick. You see uh, you, those memes that pop up saying that uh, for your Titans to point, you have to slap 20 on Copley to score first try or something like that. And <laughs> vice versa, you have to put money on someone else to score. I don't know, something like that. You see, I was just thinking something along the lines as we play their team song during our podcast or something and they play ours. That's that's good. That'll do. I wasn't thinking money. After your banter on the weekend, we're not talking about money. <laughs> four from four, and then it was four from eight. Um, but that, all, all best luck to it. And uh, yeah, if anyone hasn't tuned in, these uh, and banter, it's not a bad little listen. Down the short side, he runs out of dummy half, sees a hole, goes through it, and sets up Tom Apicek. Jake Granville with a try assist running oh so effectively and Opacek the centre finishes. Alright, so the biggest news this week is probably the uh, squads for the State of Origin teams. Uh, we thought we'd cover it this week. It's uh, it's Tuesday night, the week before. It's the, the 28th as we record this, but uh, by the time we record the next one, it'll be before the next game and you won't listen to it until after the next game. It's all a bit confusing, but uh, we thought we'd just have a quick uh, quick look at the squad at the very least. Uh, gentlemen, Ponga, Oates, Chambers, of course, Captain Mike Morgan in number four, Gay Guy. Uh, across the back line there, it's not a bad, um, not a bad squad just there. The top of the first five, at least. There's a bit of speed in that back line. Is there? What? Yeah, well, a bit of speed, bit of skill. Uh, it'd be interesting yeah. to see Chambers come up against Mitchell again. That was sort of a bit, bit uh, one for one last year, so that'll be fun. We, we call like... this, we call this retribution. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, and, uh, I'm just looking at the two lists now. And I'm just, a, yeah, okay. So yeah, Morgan will, because Morgan's in three, so he'll cross over against Morris and four. Yeah, Mitchell against Chambers. But I wouldn't be surprised if Walter swaps him around there. Oh, they'll be in, they'll be interchangeable. They'll be named either way. Because I'm the the list I'm looking at. I've got Chambers in three and Morgan in four. So yeah, I'm looking at the, the NRL one. And it's, yeah, uh, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, it'll vary between here and there, and obviously there'll be a, a stomach bug that goes through the team between now and then anyway. And, and a flu. Like there is every year. flu. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. obviously Cameron Munster in the... There'll also be a flu. <laughs> yeah, Munster in the six, and uh, redemption for Daly Cherry Evans in the seven, and named captain. I'm not, I'm not against this, you know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would have still liked to see Morgan in the seven. I just think that Cherry hasn't played for about four weeks, so he'll be, be five actually, and he won't play before. He won't play. He won't obviously won't play a game now until next Wednesday. So yeah, so you'll end up in, being about six or seven weeks. In in saying that, you're a professional athlete, and he he single handedly handedly won us game three last year against oh, sort of no the odds. At all. He changed and, my eyes because I wasn't a fan of Daly Cherry Evans, but I tell you what, after that game last year, he, I went well. He showed up and he's uh, yeah. trying to he's, he's proved a point. Yeah, and I mean at the end of the day. It, come Origin, it's a special little beast. Like people can can hate Manly, you can hate the Cowboys, you can hate Broncos, all that sort of stuff. But once you wear a maroon jersey, that sort of club sort of hatred or whatever it goes out the window, and and those seventeen players become your best friends for the for the next six weeks, sort of thing. And look, 
Queensland can have their what they want to say about Cherry Evans because he did a backflip on the tight. Do you know what it was years ago? Get over it. And if someone was going to come and offer you a million dollars a year to stay at the place that gave you your start and you're actually sort of happy there, why would you go somewhere else for half the money? Especially to the yeah. Titans. Especially to the Titans, which <laughs> haven't haven't travelled well since. So not that Manly's gone yeah, much but, better, but I mean, in some, I mean, you look at it though. I mean. When you say who would go somewhere for less money, sometimes, I mean, I, I know people are playing for their futures and they're playing for their, you know, for after they retire and that kind of stuff. But you see, you do, we are, you're starting to see a lot of players that are going to clubs with the mentality, yeah, fair enough, they're not going to be able to pay me as much. I'm probably not going to play finals footy, but I may be able to leave my mark by changing something. You know, it's, you, yeah. it, it's happened a fair bit in the AFL. I mean, you know, you look at, you know, Hodgie's gone to the Lions. Absolutely. Ablett went, to, Ablett went to the Suns. You know, those kind of players could quite have easily stayed where they were and asked for millions and millions of dollars and quite easily have got it. But they've seen the brighter light and gone, well, no, I'm going to go here. I'm going to try and grow the sport and make the sport better across the board. Um, so maybe that, I mean, uh, you know, uh, that for me was, it was, when it happened, it was disappointing that he didn't go, but... I mean, there's obviously reasons behind it, but I mean, half the time, I mean, you don't know what's really going on in the background because the media never seems to really that, tell that's 100% right. truth. Who's, who's to say two days before Cherry was actually meant to land in Gold Coast and do everything that they just haven't absolutely roasted him and he's gone, well, what the hell am I walking into? No one knows. Yeah. And and so there's always two sides to the story and every everyone only sees the backflip side. They don't actually see what's what's happened elsewhere. And look, I, I think our, our origin team um, sort of moving on from that is we're, we're not really lying on too far. I was a bit surprised with the Moses M by selection. That's but exactly what I was going to say been, next. <laughs> He's he's been but he's been sparking it for the Tigers there and I suppose by the benefit if if Cherry Evans isn't up to it halfway through the game and does somewhat go down you've got Ben Hunt at hooker who's a halfback you've got Morgan in centres who's a halfback and you've got Moses on on the bench that can cover that sort of position anyway so there's plenty I, of coverage I, across the park really like like even you could even yeah. slot Ponga in there at worst case scenario I mean he hasn't gone well there but he can do it so you know. He, he can, and but when you look up front, you've got someone like Jai Arrow and Papali running at you, along with uh, Gillett and Maguire as well backing it up. I mean, and Felice Cafusi's sort of been a bit underrated. Like no one's really spoken about him. He was probably if Queensland win the series last year, I'd, I'd have him in probably the top two or three for Wally Lewis medal. You know? Yeah. So I, I don't know that the Blues have. They're defending champs for a reason, and you know what? Queensland can't win a thing. It's the Blues' own dynasty, and that that just plays into our hand because the one thing that New South Wales don't have in origin, and that's heart. And look out, Queensland fans. I reckon history's going to see the shield return to where it rightfully belongs this year. (laughs) (laughs) Head to to Sydney for for Game 3 with the series already wrapped up in Perth for the Queenslanders. Just do us a favour and... Do us a favour and tip New South Wales, will you? I'm not putting Queensland in any multi, or I'm not tempting them with anything. Good, right? good, good. Now, look, I know I know we're all Queensland supporters, but just just quickly scanning over that New South Wales side, um, it is a scary side. I mean, it's it is scary, but it's not unbeatable. Oh, I'm not going to say it's unbeatable. It's just, I mean, <clears throat> the, the, obviously the Blues were having a lot of dramas as well with players dropping like flies and staring everywhere. I mean, they've gone Nathan Cleary in the number seven, which is not a bad pick, but 
I think there was other players that probably deserved to be picked in front of him, but obviously due to injury, they couldn't be picked. So, I mean, you know, um, you know there was even, after watching Mitchell Pierce, how Mitchell Pierce has played the last five weeks, there was talk talks of him possibly getting a, a recall to the Blues side, but uh, he squashed that pretty quickly by when Brad Fittler went down and talked to him after the game in the sheds, and he said, no, nah, I've done my groin. So whether it's, yeah. a, I don't, whether it's I don't want to play, um, because every time I play for the Blues, I, I, I play... Badly. <laughs> oh, does does or, he play badly, or is it just because he's got the seven on his back well, and they no, just pick I'll, I'll him to pick the, him to pieces? You know. I tell you, I'll tell you what. I was watching League Three Hundred and Sixty last night, and I tell you what. Um, I'm trying to think who said it. Who did? Who said it? Michael Ennis t- turned around and said this. He go. He turned around and said, "He goes. Was Mitchell Pierce really playing that badly, or was he just playing against the Queensland side?" That was above and beyond. Yeah, you know that's I mean? right. And and, and, but, and but we'll all blame we'll all blame Mitchell because oh, you should have won sure. us the game. Hang on a minute, like he can't <laughs> be everywhere. But that's it, you know. So I mean, like I would love to see him get another crack at it, you know, because he I reckon he's playing the best footy of his career. Um, so it's a shame that if if he is actually really really injured uh, that he um, didn't get a crack at it, you know. I mean, you look at the rest of that side; it's it's a pretty strong side. Um, I think Cody Walker at six is a good pick um, for them. I think Damien uh, Cook at nine is is what's going to oh, hurt us, mate. If he didn't get picked, you'd be asking what the hell's going on there. I mean, oh, he's the, the, probably the form. He's a form well, hooker well, he's, in the competition. He's the incumbent mate. as well. So. He is, well, but I yeah. think coming out of that, well, just just the the speed out of the ruck, uh, out oh, of the play, the ball is what's going to it's going to destroy us. I think that game on the weekend against the Tigers, mate. He just he single-handedly destroyed the Tigers. Mm. You know, he, he is just, and I, I know I, I said it when we last played him, when we were talking about the game in, uh, in the Magic Magic Ground. Um, he he is just so explosive out of that ruck area. It's just, he, he is, if they need to shut, if we can shut him down, if Queensland can shut him down, um, then I think we're, you know, one step closer to getting the W after the game. So a couple of names in the interchange, I've got no idea. I, I have to sit there and really think hard who they actually are. <laughs> like, I know, <laughs> I, I've heard the names, but I couldn't tell. I know, I think it's, it's Hass, Hass's place Pain, in Broncos. Payne Hass, yeah. He yeah he's, Broncos. he's a young fellow at the Broncos. Jack Whiten is Raiders. Has yeah, he, was he still Cameron, at the Raiders? Cameron Murray, Rabbitohs? Yes, and Crichton is now... Uh, he's dra- a rooster. Uh, roosters now, that's right. I kept thinking yeah. Dragons, but he's ex-Rabbitohs as well. I don't see... Yeah. He can, so, yeah um, everyone else I know, but those those four guys, I mean, I know they've got five debutants, so, I mean, so it's going to happen. Um, oh, Cameron Murray off the bench is dangerous. He's oh, killing, he's killing been, it for the Rabbitohs, so... Because he's a good, he's what second row lock style player, isn't he? Second yeah, row lock. Uh, I think he can play anywhere in the Ford pack. He's big but quick, from what I've yeah. seen, which isn't a lot. He, but, yeah, uh, like yeah. like like a Mitch Dunn to an extent. Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think Jordan McLean's got to be a little bit unlucky not to get picked there, but um, in you know, whether it be on the bench or or in the starting starting lineup, I, I think he'd been playing well enough to get a, a crack at it again. But, um, yeah, maybe. I think, I think though, that... that the, I mean, the, like, this... when, you, when you've got David Clemmer and Paul Vaughan sitting there, I mean, there's no arguments from me that they're both... I mean, Clemmer had a blinder against the Roosters. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's one of those things, you know. Like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to game one, and it's good to see Kevy come out and basically turn around and say uh, it's going to be a war. It's the first time I've ever seen a Queensland coach you just come Lord. out and lay it on the on the line after before that first game. It, what what I would like, really like to see, and it, no, it can't happen, but if Kevy uh, hits up the Lord Mayor or or Brisbane Council, just to say we want to take the bus down Caxton before the game. (laughs) (laughs) Just really, really drive it home to his players to say, hey, look, this is who you're playing for here. Yeah. (laughs) Wild scenes. And let's uh, let's just Police run the New South. Everything. Just, yeah, just run the New South Wales bus past them as well. So well, they do, yeah. they do, they make them go down there. Yeah, yeah. Not, right. not not anymore, but geez, it'd be nice if they did. <laughs> White and kicks, driving it long towards the sideline and over the sideline. It's a forty twenty via Jack White. All right, moving on to Queensland Cup and a quick review of last round, the Northern Pride. Out at Vico Oval, which we covered last week, uh, the location of Vico Oval at the very least, hosting the Tweed Seagulls and went down 14 points to 30. Yeah, not a, not, a, not a good sign for the Pride. And and just on that Vico Oval, again, uh, my mate Morgan texted through saying Vico Oval is this and actually gave us a bit of a history lesson about it as well. So. <laughs> Yes, he did. Well, uh, He's always good for things like that. Tries for Jake Clifford and Peter Holler in the uh, for the pride there, and you and Moore got a try as well. So, uh, so good to see some uh, Clifford Clifford getting some action there, even even in the loss. Yeah, the Blackhawks hosted the 30, Tigers. Thirty to six. Thirty to six at Jack Mansky Oval. Beautiful effort there. And, and Zach, great tries. Great, great tries to um to open the account. Yeah, Zach, Zach Santo Zach in the twelfth minute there. Corey so. Jensen, Kyle Labert, uh, Jake Marchetto, uh, Bacco Salam, Bacho Salam, and Michael Carroll. Uh, scoring tries there for the Blackhawks. Beautiful, good work, gentlemen. The six, the six points came from the uh, boot of uh, Jared McKinley that uh, potted four field goals. <laughs> he didn't really know he scored a try. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Oh, where are my scores again? All right, and amateur hour. The I know. Cutters beating the Dolphins. I know. Sixteen points to twelve down at BB Prince Stadium. Well done, Cutters. Jaden Batchelor getting a hat trick there, and Carlin Jeez. Anderson slotting two from three. Sort of a, a two man team there, isn't it? I know. Did anyone else play? Batchelor and Carlin. <laughs> well done, gentlemen. <laughs> See, he, he he can't be that far off from you know origin period and and injuries as well. But Carlin Anderson's playing good footy to you know he'd slot great into that back line. So. Absolutely. Just one thing to mention before we, we, we didn't mention it last week because we, because we probably didn't really know, but I should have known. Uh, Sammy Hall played his hundredth um, Q Cup game last week. Oh, uh, nice. So uh, good to see. Her. Get to chat with Sammy quite a fair bit, seeing he's uh, dating Michaela Cox from the Townsville Fire. Uh, so uh-huh. he's, he's always at the uh, State League basketball, uh, watching his uh, lovely better half. Run around the court, so yeah, and always good to see Sammy. So big congratulations to Sammy. I'm, I'm sure he listens to this. So if he doesn't, he will after I tell him I've mentioned him. So, <laughs> so he, so he should. Just uh, on Q Cup as well. If you have a look at the Jets versus Falcons, now this was one verse two or one verse three at the time. A uh, bit of a drubbing there. No tries to Shandor Earl, but uh, two sin bins for the for the Jets. Bit of bit of. Ill- 
there's some, there's some fun coming in at that. And 32 points to four at half time would not have been fun to be the uh, on the Ipswich side of the uh, oh, coach's box. And 62. Well, it goes to show how goes to show how well that the Blackhawks actually did play against uh, the Falcons. Against they're the Falcons, everyone, yeah. They're giving everyone else a bit of a touch up, and we well, we only went down by what 15 or 16 or something like that. Mm. Yeah, well, so, they put uh, 62 points to eight to the Falcons in this game. There's just there's that many tries there. I think it's actually a shorter list of players who didn't score. And they're, they're still they're still undefeated for the season too. The the Falcons. I, who's going to stop them? Oh, See, the, the, they might have picked I know, a bit early. A, I know they're a feeder side to the Storm, but um, do they really have any Storm players actually really playing for them? Shandor L. Shandor L. Yeah, I, I had a bit of a shocker, really, when he played for Stan. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? You know, like, you know, I mean, you, you look at our list for this week, you know, we've got one, two, three, four Cowboys contracted players playing for the Cutters against the Jets on Friday. Then we've got uh, two playing for the Pride. And we've got uh, only got one plan for the Blackhawks this week, but because um, they've all been picked into into the, to the NRL side. But you know, yeah. in the past, you know, you've got teams. You know, they're running maybe you know three or four players out each week, kind of thing. You know, so I was just curious to know how many uh, Storm players, like higher named Storm players, have actually gone back and run. Shandorrell. Yeah, look, I, I keep ignoring you on that for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Shandor uh, might even be playing for the Storm. They Storm have a buy this week, don't they? Yeah, he didn't play for um, no, for the Falcons last the, week, so might have been on the reserves. He might be on the cusp of making. He might be making on the cusp list to get back into the Storm. But he's he's too good of a player to be sitting in Q Cup. Shandor, put him in a Cowboys jersey, get him up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, next week man. for the Q Cup. The Cutters are hosting the Jets on Friday at 7.30 up at BB Print. The Pride are heading down to play the Tigers at Langlands Park on Saturday at 3 p.m. And the Blackhawks are heading down to play the Seagulls at BMD Kugari Oval on Saturday as well. That would be a good game, that one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Get Get on out. Get on out there. A long ball. Now White quickly from Whiten and diving over in the corner. It's Simonson, Bailey Simonson, running off Jack Whiten. AFL round 10. And uh, first game of the week just gone, the Hawthorne Hawks managed to uh, secure a win against the Port Adelaide Power. 80 points to 49. We didn't just secure, we destroyed them. Oh, wow. Let's be honest. We destroyed them. Yeah, they they went all right. They went all right. It's about time. (laughs) It's about time they did something with a bit of confidence. Like I told you, mate, we, we lost last week. We win this week. We sadly will probably end up losing to the Lions next week, and then that's I exactly what will be happening. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> exactly one hundred percent. That's going to be. Used played this week last week. I don't. I wouldn't be screaming too loud about that. No, no, we'll get to that. But uh, oh, West Coast yeah. Eagles travelled in down to or across to Adelaide, uh, just across the bite there, and just well, came a good comeback win for the Eagles. Let's just say that. Uh, what's what's yeah, there? How uh, the hell did the Sibiaco Seagulls? Two goals, two Crows, goal win. Did, did, Eagles Crows, play, did Eagles play good or the Crows just capitulate? Oh, they well, capitulated a little. Adelaide, <laughs> Adelaide kicked 10 goals, 13. You tell me. Yeah. Well, they played like the Lions normally do. Let's just say that. <laughs> hey, a win's a win. A win's a win. And we're going to take it. Meanwhile, the Lions travelled yeah. over. 
Yeah, yeah. Couldn't couldn't hold together against the Dockers, could they? When, when was that last point scored? Was it just after the siren? Oh, have you ever heard what a reversing truck sounds like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I put it to you like this. I put it. I put it. I put it to you like this. The Lions were up um, until pretty much oh, the last four minutes, and it was all tied up. And then uh, we hit, led. Hit. We led the whole game until the final siren actually sounded and they kicked it behind after it sounded. That's a shame. That's a shame. Anyway, the Hawks sitting yeah, in ninth place, yeah, five wins and was. five losses. Yeah, yeah. It Brisbane was. I was, I, was highly, I was highly salty after that. I'd, I know I'd you go were. go out and kick the you dog. Think? And you think? I, 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 I didn't actually kick the dog. If anyone's listening, they get up me kicking the dog. I didn't actually kick the dog, but it's just an expression <laughs> of sayings. It's a saying. Um, I was, yeah. And to make matters worse, uh, my lovely Bonnie last next to me is, oh, what's wrong? Cheer up, Charlie. Don't be blue. And they, oh. <laughs> uh, it's idea? true love. True love. So you, you two gents are uh, hosting, well, the Lions are hosting we'll be, the Hawks this weekend. That'll be interesting. We'll be, we'll be punching. We'll be punching out this weekend, that's for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one. It uh, means we potentially can move up the uh, ta- table if uh, get yourself into the top eight. With that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're literally just sitting outside on four uh, on the percentage, so uh, we're tied with uh, Adelaide and Frio, who are in, Adelaide's in seventh, Frio's in eighth, and we've we've got only got one hundred and three point eight percent. Uh, Frio's 109. So, see, the Lions are only 103.1. So, Ooh. if we get the win, we will jump them. Ooh. We will jump. That's a big if. And you know what? You've heard it here first. Carton or a bottle says Lions beat Hawthorne. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, I'm not cutting that. I'm putting that so it's gamble, on record. Gamble, gamble responsibly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Well, my boys, the uh, Eagles, no. are going to host the Western Bulldogs over what in Perth. You, so, what we'll... you going to do, Mickey? What you going to do? <laughs> I'll get back. I'll, I'll get back to you by the end of the podcast. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Just got to do some sums. Right Just got to do me sums up to see if I've got enough money in the account to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hodgson looks to his right and sends it that way for Williams to Grubber. They miss it. It is still there. And it is finished by Michael Oldfield. All right, just quickly, in other sports, the supercars had their races, their two races at uh, Winton over the weekend with DJR Team Penske braining everybody yet again. Scotty McLaughlin just moving further, further, further ahead of everybody else. He's pretty much got it in the bag. He would have to effectively uh, DNF three or four races for anyone to even catch him. So that's uh, probably not going to happen with the, the amount of resources that Team Penske throw at races these days. They actually, DJR Team Penske actually won, the, or Team Penske won the Indy 500 just yesterday as well. So uh, that organisation, whatever they enter, they tend to win. And Monaco over the weekend. Monaco, Hamo, Hamo going one again. You mate, Hamilton won again. Boring. Surprise, surprise, surprise. How was was Ricardo's form in this? There was every chance of a podium finish for Dan Rick, and they pitted him in the safety car lap. What were they thinking? Good move. Good move, Renault. (laughs) It's like... uh, How do you you recover? Oh, yeah, we'll pit him now. No one else will pit. Uh, Dan, you're at the end, and now you're losing speed. Mm, 
five Great. steps five steps forward, Just six steps right. back. Yeah, good on you, Rene. The uh, French Open's yeah. on at the moment, gentlemen. Have you caught any of uh, caught any of that? Uh, no. Live from Roland Garros. <laughs> it would, is. I would say no. Well, so far the the usual suspects are making their way through, so it's it's looking like a Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, uh, probably towards the end there. And it wouldn't What's surprise me. What's Federer paying to win this? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I'd have to look it up. But I'm uh, going to go with probably twelve to one. That's that's actual per, per purchase. Yeah. If you're any sort of decent, you'd chuck a little lazy tenth of Satan onto Federer to win the French Open, into Tiger Woods win the U.S. Open. Oh, oh wow! Look out! There you go. There's something. Yeah. There's something. Yeah. And while you're running hot, if you really want to get purchased, chuck um, the Cowboys in to win the Grand Final. <laughs> oh my God. This is this, ladies and gentlemen, Wayne. is why Peter does not have a betting account, <laughs> and why, Wayne and why no one for a year when that comes not, in. not for trying, not this, for trying. This is why no one will open one for him either on his behalf. Oh, if people could just see the, the banter that was on our uh, little group chat over the weekend. Uh, oh my god! What happens in group chat I stays in group chat. May or may not have been turkey fuel. Uh, yeah, no. we we know we know never. <laughs> and and also just touching on other news as well. Do you see? Um, it's going to be a different NBA final series. The Toronto Raptors. Yeah, trying to take on Golden State. State. Yeah. First time in about four years that um, Warriors won't have to face LeBron for a chance. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron couldn't even make it to the finals this year. No, no. So that's that's going to be a different. Um, Sort of a different feel to the NBA Finals, not having LeBron play in it for the first time against Warriors. So I think it's good. <laughs> I, I think um, you know, well, Golden State go in as obvious favourites, but you know, always the underdog. Get behind the Toronto. Boys. Mate, I, I I I follow Golden State a little bit and have for many many years before they were even good. <laughs> but uh, I look. I would not be surprised if this goes to seven because Toronto have got some serious firepower, you know, so don't be surprised if this goes to game seven. Well, the first game... Um, from there. The first game, Raptors are actually favourites, but it's it's at Raptors, so... Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's in Toronto. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, up, it's up in the... Uh, in, up, up, up in there in the snoo theory. <laughs> would you say... Would you say hinterland? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I'd be I'd be saying more winterland at this time. Well, actually, no, it's no, it's actually probably in the, almost in the middle of summer there, so it's probably not too bad. Fair hey, the game. cricket, the cricket starts soon. Cricket starts soon too, just quietly. World Cup, yeah. World Cup, World Cup, yeah, yeah. Oh, this week. I thought it was the twenty eighth. I thought the first game was on the twenty eighth. No, twenty eighth now, isn't That's it? That's today. Twenty eighth. As we yeah, record yeah. this. <laughs> Two days ago, as everybody listens to it, hey, provided I can edit little, this in time. Here's here's a, here's a little inside tip for anyone that wants to watch um, the uh, the World Cup cricket uh, while it's going on. Now, Rob, you've already got KO. KO is it Kano? KO. KO. Yes. If you're an Australian cricket in the Australian cricket family, which is free to join, you heard that here first. Free to join for the month. You just need to put in your membership number, five bucks for the month, five oh, bucks for the month. You can't go wrong with that. No, 
No, so just I just threw that. Just thought I'd throw that out there. But you need you do need to become a member of the Australian cricket family, but it doesn't cost you anything to do that. So um, uh, just, just two minutes of time, and you get two to watch minutes the, of time, and you can jump in, Yeah, you can jump into KO and uh, five bucks for the month. Um, and obviously, it covers all the sports on KO that, that they that they show. So you probably be able to watch the Cowboys on there as well. Just uh, just throwing that out there. Just just throwing and, it out there. And there's not um, shaping up not to be really. Any boring games, you know, you've got your you got your eight strong nations, um, and then I don't think Zimbabwe's there, and then you'll have someone like Bangladesh, and I think Afghanistan might have got a call up into it. So I it's think only they ten, did. They do. Afgan- Afghanistan's comp, but... Afghanistan's playing, and they're our first uh, our first opponent actually on Saturday. Uh, which, which probably think, unsurprisingly, we're going into that a little bit favourite. Yeah, but in, in saying that, like, you, you, you expect Australia <laughs> to win that, but you got to remember the Afghanistan. He's like they had a few representation out here in the Big Bash. You've got people like that. Yeah, uh, true. Adil Rasad from the from the Strikers and uh, Mohammed Nabi was playing for the Renegades and uh, that Mujib Mujib from the Heat. Yeah, you're um, right. Yeah, yeah. You know. Like, there's, how, there's, you, you still think Australia would win, but um, I hope I'm Afghanistan put up a put up a bit of a fight instead of it, you know, just being that easy beat team that each person gets to play. So time will tell. Now, but yeah, it doesn't, someone, doesn't shape up to be in any boring games. Is what I'm getting. So, at. Someone answer me this question: Since when in cricket have they had to have clash strips? Clash strips. Yeah, there's a. <laughs> Please there's do a, elaborate. <laughs> Okay, so you know, in, in 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 league or in basketball, that kind of stuff, you normally have a home and away shirt jerseys, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but, but basically, in the old days, they were called clash strips. So basically, everyone played in the same jersey all the time, except for when you played against someone who had a very similar colour. Right. All right. So in the World Cup this year, they have few of the teams have got clash strips. They're calling it clash strips because obviously it's not home oh. and away. Well, you'd have England, India. Yeah, well, because England's the host, because England's the host, they don't have to, but Afghanistan do, because Afghanistan's predominantly blue. They have like a a clash strip, which is still blue, but it's got a big chunk of red in it. Um, Australia obviously doesn't have to. Bangladesh does, because their uniform's predominantly green, um, so they've gone a... South uh, Africa, yeah. Yeah, but, but the thing is, though, South Africa have got a clash strip as well. They've they've got a um, because obviously Pakistan are a dark green as well. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Bangladesh is predominantly green where and then across the middle of it is red where it says Bangladesh is red and then there's white letters and their away strip or their clash strip is all red with green across the guts where Bangladesh <laughs> is written. So it's 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 that um, India doesn't Where's... have to, New Zealand doesn't have to, Pakistan doesn't have to, South Africa has a clash strip and I don't know why they've got a clash strip. In case um, they play Australia and Australia use their Australian A strip. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you go to cricket.com.au, uh, cricket.com.au, you can see all the different clash strips. Even Sri Lanka have got a clash strip as well, and it's just it's well, that's, cricket. That's interesting. I'm not because, understanding yeah. it though. It's cricket. Yeah. You're you're either batting or you're bowling. If you're batting and your uniform's the same colour as the ball, who cares? You've got a bat in your hand. Unless if they think it could be a bit like club cricket and one of the batting teams has to go out the square leg. Yeah, fair enough. They'll yeah, think yeah. it's a fair... Take, takes, the bro- <laughs> takes the broom out to lean on. Highly unlikely. Um, we had a bit of a what's scare. The, in your... What's that playing for that to happen, Rob? <laughs> 
I know we've gone a little bit. I know we've gone a little bit over today. We've got to sort of start finishing up. But uh, we had a bit of a scare in the Australian team uh, last night. Quaja copped one on the knee, but seemed to pull up okay. Went out and batted and smashed 85 off 100 balls or something like that. So he seems to be all right. But uh, Brad Haddon gave him a bit of banter. Um, if, you, if you look it up on uh, YouTube or something like that, apparently the way Quaja uh, walked off the field, Brad Haddon turned around and said he would want to have broken his leg the way he walked off the field. So it was a nice little bit <laughs> oh, of banter. Oh, wow. And this was on an interview on the te- actual television. It was all in jest. It was it was only a joke. He wasn't actually having a, a, a full-on dig at him. It was just a bit of a joke. But uh, <laughs> apparently the way he walked off was quite uh, painful. But, um, yeah, Brad Haddon got stuck into him as, the, as Haddon's a fielding coach for the Australian side now. So. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and just, just quickly as well, I know wrapping up, but just on the cricket uh, theme as well, bit of sad news, uh, Gavin Robertson, former Australian uh, uh, off-spinner and New South Wales spinner, he's um, doing a bit tough at the moment. Uh, I think he's gone in for a bit of a cancer uh, treatment. So uh, Good radio he, man as well, actually. There's a lot of radio. Yeah, yeah, one of the... And, you know, you listen to him on grandstand and stuff. He seems like a really nice bloke and was one of the nicer guys uh, when you were watching him play. Didn't get a handful of games, but, um, yeah, hopefully you know, that sort of stuff's never good. And, Robbo, hopefully you pull through, mate. Yeah. ...through Maguire. Now the kick from Morgan out to an unmarked felt. The bounce of the ball was cruel. He might still have got the job done. Cole Felt's left hand remains on the ball to the ground and grounds it in the end goal. We have a decision. Into our tips. So round 11, uh, pretty hard to tip anything half decent. Last week... The first four games were easy. Yeah. first four games. (laughs) first four games where Pistol, the only person on the planet who managed to tip four from four in the first four games... Yeah, followed it up and with duck eggs. Went back to normal. So yeah, a massive four for pistol, that's which which actually wasn't too bad. Rude. I managed two myself, so that's uh, that goes to show just how good yeah. I am at this sort of thing. You would think the Warriors against Broncos in New Zealand were certainties. I should have been five from five. That, that, that was my round, and my my back half of the teams just let me down. I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's going it. along. Yeah. It's going along with the betting that you tried to get me to do over the weekend for you, which was <laughs> below average. Let's just say I saved you a lot of money by not putting those bets on. I, no, you didn't. Say. I put it on myself. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. down 20. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... up 4K. <laughs> woulda, coulda, shoulda. Coulda. So round 12. should be your uncle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so round 12, the Panthers hosting the Sea Eagles at a Panthers stadium uh, this f- Thursday, actually, as probably as most people listen to this, 7.50 p.m., uh, the Panthers going in... Actually, as the underdogs at a dollar ninety-four, with Sea Eagles at a dollar eighty-nine, this is probably a bit of a um, bit of a coin toss given the ins and outs from Manly, especially. Mm, yeah. Well, you got to you got to look at it. They both lost their their. Uh, I mean, like obviously Cherry Evans has been out for a while anyway, but in theory, they both don't have their uh, their linchpin player. You know, um, Cleary's obviously out for the Panthers, and and Cherry Evans is not there. Uh, plus oh, I Trim- forgot uh, Cleary's out. And uh, Javonovich <laughs> is not there as well, whatever, however you say his name. <laughs> Turbo. Jakey. Jerbo. <laughs> Jerbo. 
Um, so he's out as well. Yeah, look, this is one. This is this is. I know this is becoming my, a bit of my line here. This is a coin flip game, but this really is a coin flip game on who who could. You know, they both Panthers come off the win last week. Um, yeah, oh, I got no idea on this one. I, I really struggled to pick this one. I'm sort of half leaning towards Penrith just because they're at home. Yep, that's what I've gone. I've so gone Penrith which, which, because which, it's at home. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going Penrith. Just only wholly and solely because they're at home. Um, oh, and I, I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be pretty close. So I, 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 maybe maybe six points if, if if at the most. Ding ding ding. We've all gone Panthers. I've got them by twelve. By twelve. I've got them by four. So we'll see how that pans out. I, well, I'm hope, I usually only well, make I'm it a small hoping, margin just in case it goes the other way. <laughs> I'm hoping that um, that I follow up the same form as my last four tips last week at the start but yeah yeah so just hoping that the, just hoping that the <laughs> fifth one comes home stronger here's a tip mate just um just make it your uh your joker round so you get twice as many this round that'll go i'll go well <laughs> oh yeah yeah that'd be great yeah friday the 31st out at western sydney stadium 7 55 p.m the eels a dollar 63 hosting the rabbitos out at two dollars 30 Wow, yeah. I've 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 gone eels in this. There's no real explanation. I just well, is I eels missing anybody? Bit, I don't know. Is don't think so. Is I Hain, don't think so. Hang back yet? Yeah, probably. Um, but rabbits are missing half so their squad. So I think Bankwest Stadium and yeah, rabbits just losing Cody and also I think Reynolds is out with a half with a with a side leg or some yeah that he, a side yeah, leg can't play on so yeah Pop. side leg like that's like the leg not your full leg just like side of the leg right right not the front leg it's a yeah. side leg yeah it's the side leg yeah, yeah cool it's like that muscle <laughs> on the side there gotcha <laughs> just just run with it i'm not a doctor actually morgan can you find out which injury that part is that reynolds has got on <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, I've, I've got no real reason, just probably because it's at Wank Best Stadium. Bank Best Stadium. Um, I've got the Eels. There it is. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I'm going. Happens when you go raw. <laughs> oh, I'm going Eels as well for uh, no other reason. Well, I, th- I think because they're not really missing anybody of importance, and uh, the Rabbitohs are. Wow, we've two games in a row. We've all gone the same tip. Oh. Uh-huh. oh. Zero so from two. We're gonna have a very. Everyone's gonna have a very good week, or everyone's gonna have a very bad week. We all throw twenty in the middle and chuck this on it all up, multi. <laughs> and there's the kiss of death right there. Saturday, the first of June, ANZ <laughs> Stadium, seven thirty-five p.m. Again, the uh, Bulldogs at two dollars and one, hosting the Raiders at a dollar eighty-two. The, the Bulldogs were deplorable last week. I think the, um, the courage on Cougars under 15s could have put up a better show than that. Uh, mind <laughs> you, the Raiders. Or cricket team. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, Ra- the Raiders are losing Papali and Whiten, though. So that's um, that's their playmaker, their 5 8 on the utility bench for the Blues. And Big Papa's leading up the charge for the Maroons. So not exactly going to be the walk in the park i think people are going to predict but i i can't i can't go the bulldogs at the moment mind you they'll probably come out and put 30 on the raiders after saying that yeah um, more than likely Cam- did, did hodgson did hodgson come back on didn't he go off against he us did go off I, and i haven't seen the team uh list yet my uh, tablet's not loading it properly so i'm going a bit of blind faith on that one and just hoping that uh Cousin Jeff can get the Viking crap up and uh, get it over the Bulldogs. 
Oh yeah, I've I've gone to the Raiders. I just I just think that they're too good a side um, to to lose this many in a row. Really, at the end of the day, I mean they've what they've lost three in a row now. So yeah, three in a row. One so of them against I, us I just, though, so that's uh... yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I just I just think that they're you know they they they've got it. They've got they're due for a win. So I've gone basically. Yeah. That was my theory on that one. Was this these short rounds are very tough to pick because you just don't know what's going to happen with with Origin and that kind of stuff. No, well, I'm, I'm going to go Raiders as well, mostly because uh, yeah, I think they're going to bounce. Oh, well, I think they'll bounce back. And Bulldogs are absolutely atrocious. They're really just phoning it in at this point. Uh, Sunday, the second of June, of course, Seabus Super Stadium, four oh five p.m. The Titans hosting the Cowboys. Titans somehow a dollar seventy two favourites here, probably because we're missing Morgan and Maguire uh, and O'Neill and Scott. Yeah, and McDonald. Yeah. And, this and just, McDonald. Yeah. And uh, too, too many names to mention there, but uh, Titans missing, as you said before, their workhorse in Jai Arrow. Uh, yeah. Still, just is C is Seabar Super Stadium. That's no. that's renamed. Did it used to be called Ribena Ribena Stadium? It's well, in it Ribena. It's, it's in Ribena. It is, uh, it's in the suburb of Ribena, mate. Seabus is the sponsor. This conversation. No, Seabus, I, I realise that. Super. We've, we've it's, covered this. We have. We've yeah, we've covered this. Now I was talking with me Storman earlier today, and he was saying, "Oh, from Ribena Stadium." And I'm going, "Isn't it Seabus?" And he's, uh, I don't know. Then just bug it off. <laughs> <laughs> So, can you find out if it was actually called Ravina Stadium? I'm interested to hear that one. Um, but nah, no secrets on where my allegiance is on this one. I'm not like you two shirt lifters that tip against the team week in, week out. So, Cowboys for mine. <laughs> well. <laughs> Throw those punches, son. Throw those punches. <laughs> it's easy when we're not in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm gonna tip. Uh, I'm gonna tip Cowboys as well. And I've uh, gone. I've gone Cowboys as well. I just just think oh, that. We, yeah, four we should straight. Four straight. Four straight round. Now it, and it's what a boring round. It's well, it's a I'm silly go silly question. $10. I'm gonna. I'm chucking a ten dollar multi on the opposites here. Yeah, I'll bet you are. <laughs> Just to kiss a death on everybody else. I do believe hey, uh, just, sorry, we all tip on uh, on ESPN's footytips.com.au and uh, they yes. have listed the Origin uh, game as one of the tips for this week. Now, is it a silly question or are we all going to tip Queensland? Well, I'm on Queensland. I don't know about anyone else. but uh, Yeah, I'm going to go with Queensland I, as well. I'm, I'm back in a draw and I just hope that both teams just really have a nice fort game and have a cup of tea afterwards. <laughs> what do you reckon, <laughs> Far out, Queensland, all, all right, all the way. All right, okay then. Okay, let's let's do this because everyone everyone talks about it. Everyone talks about it for Origin. First try scorer for Origin. Oh, oh. I always I always I always put a sneaky five on on Gay Guy. Um, uh, there's a, there's a joke like, there that I'm not gonna say. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Please do tell. Oh, don't hold back, mate. Just don't slip hold back. Just because you, just because do you slip you're it into his G string, or doesn't mean you. Just because you're in Hicksville doesn't mean you can't throw punches, mate. Oh, that's rich. <laughs> someone in Towsville saying someone in Gippy is in Hicksville. That's lovely. Hey, you just said that. You yeah. just said that. I wasn't yeah. going to say where you were. Everybody that's fine. Was. That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, Gago, I normally chuck. I normally chuck one on, on some money on him straight up. But um, just one of those guys that just seems to be able to find a try line in, in, a, in an Origin game. I'm going to go. 
Is Morgan playing inside oats? Yes. I think he is. Yeah, I'm going to go stage. Magic Mike. Magic Mike, okay. Hey? Either Magic Mike or, as a bit of a something else, Gillet through the yeah, front door. That's, yeah, that's not a bad little one either, actually. I, was, I don't know. I haven't looked at the odds yet. I'm, I'm going to say Papali. I'm going to. Papali, yeah. yeah. Bash down the front door. Yep, straight through him. Like Straight that Tamalolo no try from dummy half. Just Actually, I tell you who what, though. you're going to stop when he picks it up from a meter out. I reckon Ponga would be short odds. <laughs> he would be. Uh, yeah. uh, hang on, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a quick look now. I'm looking it up too. <laughs> who you got for uh, man of the match? First try first score. Try score. Ponga's okay. $15. Corey Oates, Corey Oates is $9.50. Yeah. Uh, Gagai's $11. Ponga's 15 Morgan's 21 That's purchase at Morgan. Inside, what? outside. That- how funny is this, though? How funny is this? They've got Embi uh, at $21 and Munster at 26 Embi's off the bench. Come on. It's state of origin. Someone always scores early. Um, you, you chuck a sneaky on... Um, yeah, well, hey, look, Papali, Papali's playing 61 so yep. Gillett's 36 not, Get on so board, not Papali. The, not, the worst, not the worst 10 you can spend on Joshua. <laughs> man of the match, did you ask? Man of the match? Yeah, man of the match. Uh, look, uh, if if the Blues win, um, I'd go Cook. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If the Blues win, I'd go Cook because he'll probably more than likely be the reason why they won. And I'm, and I am. Fan. I, I, I reckon. Uh, I reckon Ponga might light it up, eh? Just quietly. Yeah. I think. I think you're just going on his form for Newcastle and with the players that are playing around him in this game. I reckon he's liable to just light it up and uh, just go nuts and. Uh, Cool man of the match on that one, but yeah, if, if the Blues win, it'll be Cook for sure. If uh, if Queen, when, when Queensland win, it'll be Ponga. So hmm. that's, right. that's my that's my thought patterns anyway. I'm gonna go a different way here and say Blues won't win, so no need to pick that one. And Queensland, maybe someone in the engine room, Josh Maguire, tackling machine and score too late. Too late, as in yeah, as in too late, two tries. Too late tries. Holy yeah, two tries late, like maybe 72nd minute and 78th minute to win the game. Uh, and just probably, I don't know, 26 hit-ups for running metres of 198 and uh, <laughs> 37 tackles. Jeez, get wow. specific. I'm going to say Ben Hunt. Not Man the worst. Not the worst. Yeah. I, think, I yeah. think he'll stand up for this one. He'll have one of his blinders for something different. It just, oh, just depends whether so. he catches the ball or not, but, you know. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Hey, he's done it twice. Come on. He's done oh. it twice. <laughs> and yes or no, will there be a stink? I really hope there is. I with, hope Clem- like, with, with Clemmer starting, yeah, there will be. I, I hope there's like three or four from each team that go and sit in the sin bin and just a good old-fashioned brouhaha. What is Bill Harrigan refereeing, is he? <laughs> just whoever throws, just you could have you could have one-on-one for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, to answer your question, Pistol, yes, um, Seabus Super Stadium was called Ravina Stadium. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. thought I quickly check, chuck that in there. Storm and, Storm and Steve was right. <laughs> and one final tip as well. I've got the buy to beat the Dragons. <laughs> yeah. So with all that uh, tipping done and dusted, Mickle, <laughs> do you have faith in your? Peewee avians to uh, take on the pride of the lion, the the, the jungle pride. Peewee avians, wow, that hurt yeah. to come up with that line. <laughs> it it 
just sort of rolled. <laughs> you're all right. AVM you're on. You're on. You're on. You're on. Yeah, you're on. we're on. You're we're on. on. Oh. I, uh, I drink Coronas or Sea and Dries at the moment, so yeah. Right, I I drink I'll, I'll... Wild Turkey Long Branch, or I'm a simple man. I like four X Gold. Or... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Moving on. Moving on. Hey, while uh, <laughs> while Rob's doing what he's whatever's going on in the background, it rolls. Something twice. something's happening with the. With the, with just, the skipper here. I'm just, I, I, I know we're way over and this is going to be a really long podcast, but uh, on this day, on this day uh, in rugby league, uh, Chris Anderson was born in 1952. Uh, great coach uh, of the Bulldogs, Melbourne, Cronulla and the Roosters, uh, and also was the coach of the Australian team for quite some time. Uh, also on this day in the year 2000 was the first game of rugby league played in the snow. Here at the NRL, when Canberra oh, took on West Tigers, Tigers. Raiders, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember so watching that... that game live. That's when Joel Kane was still playing. Yeah, he was. He talks about it quite a lot, actually. Um, <laughs> what else happened? What else happened on this day? Oh, in this day in 2014, New South Wales took the honours in the hundredth State of Origin match, claiming a grueling 12-8 win at Suncorp. Uh, so uh, I was there. I was there at that game. My first ever trip to Suncorp. My second ever Origin experience, and yeah, I was there. That was when Slater got tackled in the corner right after the siren went. Uh, Queensland got a penalty, and they've gone for the miracle play, and one more pass to Hodges, and I reckon uh, Queensland win. And one more thing, one more thing that I really, really liked about this. On this day in 1992, Rugby League Week uh, launched a fascinating study on the top 100 players of all time. Top 10, number one. Oh, sorry, let's go to number 10, Duncan Thompson. Not sure who he is, but... Uh, Obviously, he was a pretty good player. Number nine was Dave Brown. Number eight, Vic Hay. Uh, number seven, uh, the King, Wally Lewis. Uh, number six, uh, Bobby Fulton. Number five, Graham Langlands. Number four, Daly Messenger. Number three, Reggie Gaznia. Number two, Johnny Raper. And who do you think was number one, gentlemen? It would have to be the GOAT, wouldn't it? The <laughs> GOAT. This was in 1992 they did this top ten. Oh, 92. Um, oh. I'm going to go with either... Alfie, Mullins, Lazo, or Dano. This yeah. is the top ten Meninga. players of all. This is the top one hundred players of all time. This is the top ten. We're looking at number one. And listen to the names. Did you listen to the names that I said before that? I did. I did. Yeah, you're not even close, mate. Uh, all right, hang on. Give me. I, w- uh, I would have said. I would have said Daly Messenger, but you already said him. So. Yeah, Daly Messenger was number four. Jasmine was number three. Johnny Raper was number two. Arthur Summons. Nah, come on, boys. Clive Churchill, come on. Uh, of course. Well, probably, probably, probably the greatest rugby league player from Australia to ever live. It was, you know, so he's a given number one for me. Other than Jonathan yeah, Thurston, so, that, so. Oh, look, I mean, we talk, <laughs> we, we, we do, if Rugby League Week did that same top 100 things again, you know, it may be in 2022, which is, you know, 30 years on, I'm sure the top 10 may have changed a little bit, but I still, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Oh, I still reckon Clive Churchill would still pip him, like oh, in the in the top more, ten more, list. Totally, totally different era, different different oh, game, yeah. different game altogether. Yeah, you can't, couldn't that's something compare I, I'm thinking of bringing in every week a little bit of on this day. Um, yeah, just, I like uh, it. Just, I like the segment some, that can be like in the yeah. other news. Yeah, I like it. Very All right. Good. Awesome. Who, who do you think? Who do you think will be the twenty-first man for Queensland? Twenty-first man. It's Cameron yeah, you Smith. Know how Kevy's playing. 
Kevy's plan, Mike. Have you reckon, Smith? Kev Smith going into camp, so anything's possible. Oh, no. I have a funny Could be J2. feeling, and I, I, I have a, I, I was thinking something like that, but I've, I've got a funny feeling if he's not in America, I think Valentine might just could. <laughs> Mate, you are Bit of a curveball. You are clutching. You are clutching. If he's not over there at the moment, no. I would, uh, I'd be putting it in that Valentine might be the twenty-first. <laughs> don't you have to be registered? Not according yep. to Segiaro. <laughs> Ooh. And moving on. <laughs> that will be. Back-to-back wins for North Queensland for the first time in 2019. Their travelling troupe pleased with that one. Good point, good point. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. I think we might wrap it up there. It's been a long night and I need to edit this before tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh... What have you got nothing to do? You're on holidays. What are you going on about? Oh, yeah, I've got to do a bit, a bit of driving tomorrow. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's all, all well and good, uh... That's us for round 12. Uh, Thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, Please do like and subscribe in as many places as you can. Uh, Does it a great, uh, does us a lot of help. If you can give us five stars on iTunes, that'd be fantastic. Write us a review so that we can can read it out on the show as well. And if you've got any questions or comments, be absolutely certain to send those in as well for the same reason. And share it around all avenues, Twitter. I know um, a few people uh, have started doing that as well. The more the more sharing, the better off we can uh, reach out, and uh, it's always a bit of good fun. Thanks very much yeah, for uh, putting up with the audio this week. We, uh, we're doing our best with what we have in front of us, uh, using completely different software and relying on the strength of the internet between some interesting locations. <laughs> well, just quickly before you go, what he's got on the weekend, boys? I know, obviously, Rob, you're going to the footy, you're going to the game on Sunday. So, I am. Uh, I will be there. Yes. What about you, Pete? Uh, Where are you at? I've got a friend's engagement party out at Charters Towers, heading out um, Saturday morning, and uh, nice. going to going to go to that and wish Wes and Taylor all the best. And uh, yeah, enjoyed looking at those cold steel circles of death, Wes. Um, they may be called engagement <laughs> rings, but um, they could be called others. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'll be at I'll be at Towers for the for the weekend, which will be a good little road trip. Nice. I I got a full on weekend. I'm uh, down the Burdekin uh, Saturday uh, for the Cane Cutting Championships. Cool. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Actually, I'll be co-hosting that with uh, the one and only Shane Webkey. So I'm actually really looking forward to that. So if you see us on Instagram, you might I might try and post up some pics. Might even get him to do us a little blurb or yeah, something like that. Get an interview while you're there, uh, mate. Yeah. Uh, and then on uh, Saturday night, I'm uh, ring announcing uh, for the Rite of Passage at the Ville. And then on Sunday, you can catch me at Magnetic Con at the Townsville Entertainment Centre. Oh, um, spewing, I'm missing that. Just oh, yeah, I run, wanted to, run, I wanted to running go. Running around with, with, all, with all the geeky geeks, and, and um, I get to interview uh, Stephanie uh, Braxington's. Uh, oh, I can't even get a name right. How good is that? Hex. Tell you what. She was just, Hex from Good Game. Just get an interview with, with Webkey. And get I'll, plenty I'll, of pictures with her, way. and pictures with I, her. Uh, yes, yes, okay, I, I can do that. <laughs> Good I'll be fangirling a lot. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so a busy weekend. Busy weekend. Excellent, excellent. Well, you can find Mick in very, all these locations. Busy. 
but uh, keep an eye out for him at the Barking Frog MC on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, probably WhatsApp, uh, probably Tinder. Uh, I don't know how many. Maybe Grinder. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but in all those locations, you can find me at XR Bob on Twitter, and you can find Pistol at the On the Spot. Facebook page where I do believe there will be a self-shot video this week. Pistol, am I right? Uh, there will be a video that I'm, yeah, I've got to do, and hopefully your mad editing editing skills can uh, get it over the line. It's <laughs> only so, so much raw, I can mate. do. Go raw. Only so much go I can raw. do with the source material, mate. It won't <laughs> take long, and it'll be good material. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't write it. Well, it is. <laughs> And that is us for for this week. NRL round 12. Go the Cowboys. Go Queensland. Up the boys. Up the Maroons. Thanks for listening. Ron, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I read out what's written in front of me. Yeah.